This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album seven, track five. With us today is Dr. Sarma Velamuri, CEO and co-founder of Luminaire. He's a board-certified internal medicine physician from Baylor, and he lives in Houston. He has a strong background on process improvement, health informatics, and patient safety. And Luminaire is the culmination of a lot of his early experiences. Luminaire is changing the mortality rate at hospitals. In a moment, he'll tell you how, and it's very exciting. Sarma, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Bobby. I'm fascinated by Luminaire and its focus on predicting and preventing sepsis in patients. Can you tell us about Luminaire's mission? Sure. Our mission is to combine our clinical expertise and expertise in building great software to help the nurses and doctors at bedside work more efficiently so that it's less work and better patient outcomes. So our audience is very sophisticated, but it it may be worth explaining a little bit about sepsis. Can you describe the condition for us and why it leads to so many mortalities? Sure. So sepsis is the body's abnormal response to an infection. Uh, I look at sepsis very differently from a lot of people who worked on sepsis. Like a lot of people think sepsis and they think infection. It's not really the same thing. Like sepsis is the abnormal response to the infection. So if you don't catch it quick enough, and you don't treat the infection fast enough, um, that horse is out of the barn. You're going to play catch up for the rest of the time. And because we don't check every patient walking in the door in our emergency departments or on the inpatient units, we're not checking people for infections consistently and all the time. Sepsis gets, uh, infections get missed. Because infections get missed, people develop sepsis, the abnormal response. And then they get worse, they develop severe sepsis. And then the longer we wait to treat the person, they go into septic shock. So for every hour that you wait, the number of people dying goes up by 7 to 10%. Now, the average mortality in the U.S. for sepsis is between 35 and 50%. So if you did the math on that, what it means is we're waiting four to seven hours to treat our patients who have sepsis, and hence the high mortality. So when you have a patient present, let's say at the ER or at the hospital or even at the doctor's office, tell us what you're doing about sepsis in that context. Sure. So when a patient presents to the ER or a hospital, like I like to ask people to imagine that this was a loved one, that this is your mom or your dad or your brother or sister or your loved one coming in. And sepsis is the number one cause of death of people in a hospital. One in three people who die in a hospital today die of sepsis. That's about 300,000 people a year who are dying of sepsis in our hospitals. So knowing that if your loved one came into a hospital, no matter for what, they came in for an infection, they came in for a hip replacement, they came in because they don't feel so good. Would you like your loved one to be checked and evaluated to make sure that they don't die of the number one cause of death in a hospital? I'm going to go with yes. Yes, you would. So the question to ask is, are we checking every single person who walks in the door or is in our hospital today for the number one cause that they can die? And this is not, people used to think that you you can die of sepsis if you have 
diabetes or if you have you know comorbidities if you're old if you're decrepit if you have immune problems all of that is true but you can also die of sepsis if you're walking in the door and you don't have any pre-existing conditions so you got to check every patient so what our system does it's a software platform that's plugged into epic or cerner or any of the other ehr systems that provides an expert system at bedside that allows you to check every patient for sepsis in real time normally a nurse doing this would take 15 to 20 minutes to do that assessment but because their software it happens in seconds and so the nurse and in triage is able to in seconds do this quick assessment and then move on and just doing that one thing this is just an emergency room example just doing that one thing identify sepsis early keeps people out of the hospital or if they get into a hospital they spend less time in the icu less time on a ventilator and less people dying is this partly an ai solution that you're using also yes great question yes we are using ai and there's a couple of approaches to ai in this space the reason the industry has failed to solve sepsis so far is everybody has been working on building what is known as deep learning ai so deep learning ai is looking at data passively and then trying to predict who's going to get sepsis it's saying like hey this person in bed number 1 is going to get sepsis with a probability of like 80% right so it's using historical data to predict the problem with that is it just generates an alarm it's like you getting a slack notification or a teams notification while you're out having lunch you don't see it so the way we use the ai is we have built an expert system that puts the human in the loop so it allows the nurse or the doctor or the nurse practitioner to evaluate this patient using an expert set of information that has a high predictive value so it's very very sensitive and it's very very specific so there's no false alarms and then because there's a human in the loop this person actually does something about the sepsis so the treatment follows very quickly so it's called an expert system ai an expert system is basically a piece of software that is approximating what an expert human would do if they were in that situation and what makes us particularly safe is that the expert system is being used by a human so it's not making arbitrary decisions on whether a person has sepsis or not it is empowering the human at bedside to make the decision all the system is doing is reading the medical record contextualizing the information putting it all together and then helping the human say yeah this makes sense to me yes i can see now that this person is going to get sepsis When we talk about sepsis, I I remember reading um The Great Influenza a number of years ago. And it it talked in that book about how it wasn't the influenza that killed everybody, it wasn't the flu. It was the pneumonia that came from that and they referred to the pneumonia as the captain of the men of death, right? It sounds like sepsis is a little bit of that nature. Actually, I disagree I, I disagree with that with that statement. Uh it wasn't the pneumonia that was the captain of the men of death. It was the sepsis and the septic shock that came after the pneumonia that was the captain of the men of death, Bobby. Wow. And that's <laughs> I, so they missed a step and and actually They missed a step. That's what you're solving for, 
now. Correct, correct. Like, so people will still get the pneumonia, but you can stop them from getting severe sepsis. You can stop them from shock. We've launched our software in a large healthcare institution. It's a world-leading medical center. And the publicly reported data, there's a third-party data reporting platform where you know people can go run a report on this. You see that there's septic shock mortality for patients who are developing sepsis in the community coming in the door in the ER. Septic shock mortality is down 20% year-to-date. This is enormous. This is about 70 people's lives this year that were saved. And that's just like mortality benefit. Like people are staying in the ICU 25% less time. They're staying on on a ventilator 25% less. And all of this translates into financial savings. But more importantly, we're sending people home that were not going home before. We're sending people home faster. And that that's our mission. Our mission is empower these great hospitals to get better at this. I like to say that I'm not building a product, I'm building a company. And it's the company that's going to take this product and scale it. So as we close, I'd like your perspective on this. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing about how we do healthcare in the US, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. If I could snap my fingers and change one thing we would do with healthcare in the US, it would be that we would leverage technology to allow our nurses and doctors to work smarter and produce better outcomes for our patients. That's pretty much it. Like to me, you know, I started this company because I firmly believe that there's a huge technical gap between what the medical record systems do, what they can do and will do in the future. Like there's a gap between what they're able to do and between what people actually need, the the doctors, the nurses, the nurse practitioners, the uh, patients especially. There's a huge technical divide there. And my vision is that we bring the tech that closes that gap so that the people providing the care can do it 10x more efficiently with 10x better outcomes. And the evidence I will give you, Bobby, is when I am done, sepsis will no longer be the number one cause of death in hospitals anymore. Doctor, thank you very much for being with us. Bobby, thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us.